This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. I'm going to bring you a step closer to being in my world and invite you into a project that I'm working on. And, uh, and I think that the, the, I guess the lesson, the awareness isn't necessarily about the project. It's about the process of coming up with a project. So if I were to show you my, my laptop, I've got a, a, a Mac, MacBook Air. I, I love, I love Mac products. I love, uh, I love anything Apple. I think they, they do a great job with innovation and some people are Mac people and some people are Windows people. I am a tried and true Mac person. But anyway, I digress. Um, if I were to open up my MacBook and I were to show you my desktop, I've got two books on my desk, desktop right now. Actually three, but we'll get to that in a second, but I've got two books on my, my desktop. And these are books uh, that I started, and, and there's a, a program that I use to create the books, and it's called Scrivener. But anyway, that's and I'm not a representative for Scrivener or whatever. But these are projects that I've started in the past that I um, that I, I was excited about at the moment, and what you know, I I I I, I got. The inspiration, I got the idea for a, uh, a book, and, and one of them is called The Art of Joy. And maybe one day I'll release it. But uh, I, I got the inspiration to write The Art of Joy. And right away, my mind went to, you know, when I was writing it, when I began writing it, first of all, when I get this burst of inspiration, I go all in and I, I go fast and furious and like almost become very impatient with the project. Like if I don't get it done in the next hour, you know, it's something's going to, something's wrong. But in, in the art of joy, when I started writing it, it in about three, maybe four days, I wrote about 30,000 words. Now, if you look at your average work of nonfiction and nonfiction being self-help books, things like that, bio, autobiographies, biographies. These are, these are non books of nonfiction, works of nonfiction. The average nonfiction book is around 50,000 words, which is about, you know, I think it's 250 pages or something like that. So when you look at, or maybe 200 pages, 200 pages, 75,000 words is to, uh, 250 pages. 50,000 words is 200 pages. So if you look at your average uh, self-help book, nonfiction book, it's somewhere between 200 and 250 words. But anyway, I've got about 30,000 words. So I almost have a full book. And that was only about the course of three or four days that The Art of Joy took shape. And, and I was really excited and really enthused about that. So, And it was almost like when I started writing The Art of Joy, it it's like it was a race. It's like the clock was running and, and I had to finish this thing as quickly as possible. And my mind went to, 
you know, it, it went to the process of publication and, and it went to the process of, of editing. And my mind was already focused on everything after, after the fact and after I would, was finished writing it and how we were going to publicize it and how we, you know, how I was going to use it in my coaching program. And in the meantime, I was writing like at a, at a crazy pace, just, just fully immersing myself fully into this project and going full bore, going like ape shit at this project. And it was, um, let's just say after about a week, I kind of ran out of steam and I kind of ran out of inspiration to, to carry that project forth. Now, when I wrote my first book, The Imposter in Charge, that book, it took me a year to write. And what happened is I, I worked with a, a great, uh, book writing coach. And what we did together was we chunked this thing off into, we chunked the book up into digestible components so that over the course of a year, we would develop the book and we would write it. And there was, you know, I would submit you know, portions of the book and they would come back with some reflections and we would do a little bit of editing, a little bit of tweaking during the process. But it was, it was chunked off into bite sized nuggets and it took me a year to, to fully write the first manuscript. And after that, then I gave it to the publisher for uh, proofreading and editing and, and then publication, ultimate publication. I think in October 2018 was when my first book was published that my other books are like ebooks and e guides. And, but the, the, so if you go on Amazon right now, you can find the imposter in charge. And that's my, that's my, my public, publicated, pu- published book, my first w- published work. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I really have a serial author inside of me and I could, I could sit there and write book after book, but it's the process that gets me into a headlock. The process of writing a book gets in, gets me in the headlock. I've got all the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the inspiration that I need to, to write the next book, to write the next 10 books. Holy cow. I could sit down and I could write over and over and over, but I I haven't yet refined the process of writing a book that feels good for me. Now, this writing 30,000 words over four days, right? Almost finishing a, a, a book and, and, you know, writing three fifths of a book in, in four days. It may sound awesome, but it comes at, at an expense. It comes with a toll. It comes with a little bit of exhaustion and it comes with some anxiety and it comes with some frustration and it relies on being inspired for that for a, a, a duration of period uh, of time until the book is complete. And, and I'm not sure I haven't demonstrated that to be possible yet. So if I tie that back to the imposter in charge and I talk about the fact that it took me a year to plan and to write that book, and now I'm thinking in four days, I'm going to write 30,000 pages and I'm going to be done with this thing. My mind went to, shoot, I could be done with this whole project in two weeks. What am I going to do? Where? How am I going to get it edited? Who am I going to get it published by? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? How is? How am I going to promote it? And I... Already after four days, I'm already starting to think about, you know, the publication of it. 
I mean, that definitely took a toll on on me as an author, as a creator, as an inventor of sorts. And that is why that book is sitting on my laptop, on my desktop, 30,000 words into a 50,000 word manuscript. And it might never see the light of day. I don't know. Maybe it will, but I don't know. And then then I got the inspiration for another book and it was called The Inner Game of Wealth. And, and I, I started going like ape shit at that. And I kind of, I kind of did the same process where I, I organized it. I structured it and I started writing it and I got tens of thousands of words into it. And I again I fell victim of the same exact Mike mindset where I was trying to be done before I even started. Impatience took over and impatience is never ever your friend. Urgency is your friend. And I I did a podcast episode on that. Impatience is fear-based. It's like, if I don't get this done as quickly as possible, I'm missing out. I'm losing out. I'm not good enough, right? The impatience is very fear-based where urgency is courage-based. It's being able to take advantage of an opportunity when an opportunity is presented, when, when an opportunity presents itself. Now, over the last few days, over the last week, I've gotten inspiration for another book. And this is why, this is why I'm sharing this. And I don't have a name. I don't have the concept of a title. I don't have a publication date. I don't have a timeline. And whenever I'm, as I'm writing, I'm probably about six or seven chapters into this book, but as I'm, as I'm writing this thing, I can watch my mind. I can watch my mind start to go to, when am I going to be finished? How many words is it going to be? How am I going to get it edited? Who am I going to get it to publish? How are we going to promote it? And it, in this project, the difference is when, when I start, when I see my mind start to wander onto, a future state besides the page that I'm writing at this moment, whenever I see my mind start to wander, I consciously bring that mind back to the page that I'm actively working on. Because if that page isn't as good as it could possibly be, that means probably every page isn't as good as it could possibly be. And that means that it doesn't matter if I have it edited or published, it's not, it's not worth reading anyway, because I didn't pour my power, my presence, my talent, and, and everything that I have in me, I didn't pour it all into that page. I left something behind on that page. So where where the mind wants to rush to, to conclude the project, where the mind and the emotions, the, the fear-based emotions, wants to already get to the end, wants to wrap the thing up before you've even started. The concept of presence in managing a project, in, in creating something like this, like what... When I was talking to my, my good friend Brian, I was talking about this project. 
And I, I told him what I was doing different with this book than I had with other books. And what we landed on is let's make this one a work of art and not just a book. Whereas the imposter in charge, I wanted to get through this book, that book as quickly as possible. And it took me a year, but I wanted to be done with it so I could publish it. And it was almost like how good the book was or how good the book is at that time. It didn't matter. I just wanted to be done with it at the expense of the power of a book that you read and it will transform your life. And that is the work of art that I'm currently working on. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you, first of all, I want to make it public that I've got a new book cooking and maybe ask me about this book from time to time. Maybe email me and, and get updates from time to time. Uh, that's one thing I, I don't have as much engagement from this audience as I would like to have. So if you ever want to engage with me, certainly just send me an, an email, Mike at innerwealthglobal.com. And I'd love to engage with you and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to love to, to understand where you're from and what challenges you're facing and see if I can provide support in some way. But check in on me. Check in to see how how the new project's coming, how the book, the new book is coming. Because the way it's shaping up, it's going to be uh one of the uh, definitely one of the best things I've ever created in my life. And with the with the intention that I've set and with the I guess with the presence that I've created with this project. I could see myself going back at the end of this book and, and reading it again and polishing it and continuing to read it and polish. It, it, it's a little known fact that after I was finished with the imposter in charge, after that final edit session, I never ever read it again. I was done with it. I, I just, I, I just wanted to be finished with it. it I, uh, sometimes I go back and read pages of it and I'm surprised at what I wrote because I forgot what I wrote in there. But what I, what I haven't done is I haven't read that book from cover to cover. I, I'll recommend my book <laughs> or I'll re recommend other books all over the place. In fact, I was just sitting down with a client, uh, last week, last Friday and I told him about, um, I told him about, I said my book and he's like, wait a minute, you've, you've, like recommended a hundred other books, but you've never told me that you have a book. And I said, yeah, it's on Amazon. I, if I, if I recommend my top 20 books, it wouldn't be in there. So I recommend the awesome ones because I'm not saying it's not good. And I'm not saying it won't move the needle because it most certainly will, but it's not as powerful as I would have liked it to have been. If I would have been fully present with that book while I was immersed in it and while I was creating that project while I was creating that, if I would have created as a work of art instead of something to just get done. Because I was more worried, to be honest, with my first book, I was more worried about becoming a published author than I was creating a work of art. And when and when I started writing the the art of joy, I I did the same thing. I was more worried about publishing a book 
than I was creating a work of art. And then when, when I started, when I started writing the inner game of wealth, again, I was so worried about publishing another book instead of writing a piece of art. And with this new, with this new book, with this new book, with this new project, with this new work of art, I want it to be something that speaks to the world and makes an impact and makes a dent. So there's art in you and there's a project in you and there's something that you're, that you're, you're capable and that you want to create in this world and that you want to do. And maybe if you're anything like me, maybe time is not always, you don't view time as your friend. Maybe you don't always view time as your ally. Maybe you always feel like you're running out of time. And maybe you're, you always feel like you're in a, in a battle with time, in a, in hand to hand combat with time. Like, like if you don't get it done in the next hour, it's not worth doing. And I would suggest that if you go back and you create from your heart, you stay present with the project and you create something that you're proud of, that represents you, that speaks from who you really are, the inspired essence inside of you. That is a project worth doing regardless of how long it takes. Demonstrate urgency, but not impatience with that. There's something in you trying to get out. There's always something in me trying to get out. The struggle that I've had in the process of crea creation is just allowing the one page to unfold into the next page before I'm, I'm trying to be finished with it. Now that comes sometimes with podcasts. That comes sometimes with blogs. It comes sometimes when I'm reading a book. And here's a tendency that I've seen when I, when I read a book, if I'm reading a page, when I get about maybe three quarters of the way down at the bottom of the page, I'm ready to skip to the next page and, and just ignore the last paragraph. Like I, I check in. It's almost like a, an unconscious check in. Do I know what this page is about? Do I know what that last paragraph's about? And if I feel like it is, then I do. I, I know what it's about. Then it's like I, I just skip to the next page. And this is leaving, like leaving this project untendered. When, when you're skipping steps, when you're impatient, when you're always trying to get to the future, when you're always trying to get to a completed status, when you're always trying to get to the next deal, you miss the beauty of the present moment and what's happening right before your very eyes right now. And when you do that, it's all fear-based. It's all stress-based. And you're leaving a lot on the table. I'm really excited for this project. I'm really, uh, man, I'm really excited for what I'm excited for in the past when I'd write a book, when, when it, it's either the art of joy or the inner game of wealth or even the imposter in charge, I was ready to be done. But right now, as I sit here, as I'm recording this podcast episode, I'm ready to write the next page. I'm excited to write the next page. You know, I, I can't, I can't say I've ever done that before with a book. And that's why I know that this book is going to be the, the life-changing, game-changing book that I, I know it can be.
a work of art. Last thing about this project that I'll tell you is that there used to be this part of me. And if you, if you've listened to this podcast for any time, or if you've watched any of my content, maybe you'll, maybe you'll notice the spirituality. Maybe you'll notice the spiritual influence. Maybe you'll notice the mysticism or the, you know, just the, the mind, body, spirit, the, you could call it mind, body, soul. You can call it the, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, the mysticism, the, the mystical, the magical. Maybe, maybe you've noticed or maybe you haven't and maybe you will notice the, the spiritual essence of, of the work that I do and the, and the podcast and, and the content that I create. And I used to be, used to be a little afraid of that, of allowing that out into, into the world. So what I used to do is in my coaching, when somebody would come in and, and, and I'd start coaching with them or I'd start teaching them, it wasn't until like maybe a couple sessions later that, you know, a couple sessions into our relationship that I would start hitting them with some, some spiritual, some spiritual concepts, some spiritual focus and un, unleashing what really will help them the most. And that's understanding the mind, the emotions, and the spirit within. And this is spirituality. It's self-mastery. It's understanding what's happening inside of your mind and body. That is spirituality. Understanding that divinity is in you. And it's in your heart and in your soul. And God is not out there. God is in there. And you're looking in the wrong places if you're looking for God out there. God is all things everywhere, including you. And in this project, I lead with that. I don't surprise at the end. It's contained on the very first page of the very first chapter. And I'm excited for the world to see this and for me to, uh, to release this work that reflects me and who I am and the life transformation that I went on. I'm excited for you guys to experience this. I hope this episode for you has been more about tempering impatience and creating a project from inspiration and from the experience of the project and creating something from your soul and creating something, a work of art that reflects who you are more than just me telling you about my new book. Because there was a lesson that I wanted to share with you and it was just wrapped around my new book project. And if you didn't glean the goodness and the wisdom, the the engagement with patience and with inspiration and with passion and with art. If you didn't glean that the first time, go back and listen to this again. There's something in you trying to get out. Don't race to the finish line. Just, just write. Just create line by line, paragraph by paragraph page by page, chapter by chapter. And when it's done, it'll be done. But the work of art, whatever it is, whatever your canvas is, the work of art that's in you trying to get out, it'll be unleashed. And that will set you and the world on fire. 
you enjoyed what you heard and you want to learn more, go to www.innerwealthglobal.com for more tools and resources.